0: بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه أما بعد. Last week we began a discussion on the topic of the heart, and to summarize, we said that every believer needs to pay attention to their heart. For that is where Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala looks. That Allah does not look at our appearances. Allah does not look at our possessions. That is the hadith of Rasulullah In Allah la yanzuru ila asuarikum. Does not look at your image. وَلَا ila amwalikum. Does not look at your possessions. Rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks and focuses on the heart and the actions. And so, in the religious context, or generally, we as humans focus a lot on our deeds. And so, we kind of uh, measure our progress through the actions that we do. You know, we all are alhamdulillah believers and to a certain degree uh, make an effort to get close to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and close to paradise and away from sin and away from shaitan and away from hellfire we all have that in our mind and our focus is actions right am i praying am i making dhikr Am I reciting Quran? Am I making dua? Am I just to others? Am I kind to others? And this is how we measure ourselves. So if we find ourselves fulfilling some of these actions, we sort of feel a a sense of contentment or comfort that we, we are treading on the right path. And then we also, we are aware of the major sins shirk associating partners with Allah showing off lying cheating stealing harming others whether it is through physical harm or verbal harm we're aware that these things are sins and we're conscious of them when we do them hopefully those of us who because we are the known as practicing muslims those who attend the masjid and offer salah and so we're making a certain degree of effort throughout (laughs) our lives to move away from the things that we know will definitely lead to the punishment of allah and to allah being angry with us but actually the focus of the believer, although it is important to focus on the actions because we said the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu states that Allah looks at your hearts and your actions But looking at the heart is much more important <coughs> For two reasons number one the actions that stem from the body Start from the heart the cause of good actions is a good heart The cause of bad actions is a defective heart. Not a bad heart, but there's something wrong with it. And the heart is like the body. Every human body is going to face sickness. There is no running away from it. No matter how healthy you eat and how much you exercise and... uh, All all, all of the things that you are advised and encouraged to do to remain healthy you are going to be sick but that how that sickness impacts you and how long that sickness remains and whether you recover has to do with the health of your physical body likewise it cannot be that a heart is not affected by illness the human heart will have to the end result that we want is you want to leave this world with a healthy heart with a pure heart and this is the journey and so the heart and actions are connected you cannot disconnect them and this is why we said uh, last week that often people say you know we make generous statements about somebody who perhaps uh, they do a lot of bad deeds but we say this person has a good heart or someone will make a statement about themselves that they are disregarding the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but they say I have a good heart and that's what's important but that is not possible Imam you rahmatullah says that the relationship actually this is a statement of Abu Huraira the statement uh, the, the, the relationship between the heart and the limbs of the body your eyes your mouth your ears your hands your feet your belly your private parts the relationship between the two is that of a king and his soldiers And so the soldiers will always have to follow the command of the king and so if the command from the king is a good one, then the soldiers are going to act out in a good way. But if the king is corrupt and the king is a tyrant, then the soldiers will be likewise. And so focusing on the heart is very important. And understanding some aspects of the heart is very important. You cannot understand uh, the the, the entirety of your your heart and know what is going on in it. For that is in the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is like the nafs or the ruh. When they questioned and said, Yes, Aluna min, Rabbi min illa you have been given but little knowledge about the nature of the soul, and likewise, the nature of the heart is unknown to us because we do not see it. It is within us, but we do not see it. And we have no control over it. Do you have control of whom you love and whom you hate? That control can only come through Iman and so through Iman Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you the ability to see within your heart and to inspect and to look for defects and to look for illnesses and to work in order to remove those illnesses and ultimately it is only Allah who cures the heart only Allah any illness that comes Allah puts you in, into this world with a pure heart and then the environment the company the decisions intentions what you experience in life have an impact either the heart increases in purity or the heart becomes defective, becomes sick, and ultimately the heart can die. And so in general, the general uh, knowledge of a Muslim is that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la has described the heart in the Quran in many ways, but there are three main categories, and we all know this. You have the healthy and pure heart. This is Qalb Salim where Ibrahim says Do not humiliate me and disgrace me on the day that mankind will be resurrected On the day where wealth and offspring will will not be of any help Except those whom So the only ones that are going to be saved from punishment and saved from humiliation and disgrace is what those who come with a pure heart stand before Allah for judgment and they present a pure heart. And if a person does not focus on their heart and does not make an effort to purify it, then the consequences are not only in Akhirah. There will be consequences in this world. And Allah describes it as Khizi, humiliation. Why? Because if your heart is corrupt, then the actions that you do are going to be corrupt. And people will come to know of these actions. And because of that, you will be humiliated by your own choices, by your own actions. And you will go from to to just an example that, you know, came to mind this whole story with the Prince Andrews. Look where you go from and where you end up for what? An action that has stemmed from your heart. And so Allah says in the Quran, أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ لَمْ يُرِدِ اللَّهُ أَنْ He describes some people by saying that those are people whom Allah refuses to cleanse their heart. Allah does not wish to cleanse their heart. They will be humiliated in this world. And in the hereafter they will have a major punishment a great punishment. And so we said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes one heart as the heart that is pure. The other is the heart that is sick, that has some type of illness. Allah says about Munafiqeen, مَرَضٌ فَزَادَهُمُ اللَّهُ مَرَضًا They have an illness in their heart and Allah increases their illness. And the third is a heart that is completely dead, without life. ulama say that Allah does not mention this heart in the Quran. The heart that is dead. And they say, one of the reasons is that despite a heart being dead, Allah can revive it. And Allah says, Allah describes a person that is dead spiritually. Allah says, We revive him. وَجَعَلْنَا لَهُ نُورًا يَمْشِي بِهِ النَّاسِ And then that person is inspired with a light in their dealings with people, in their interactions with people. But Rasulullah ﷺ warns us of, he says, uh, لا تكثير الضحك فإن كثرة الضحك تميت القلب this is an example that do not laugh excessively for excessive laughter causes the heart to die but that is not to say that it cannot be revived the problem is if a person's heart dies and they meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with that heart this is where it is a problem for as long as a person is alive no matter how bad it gets a person can do what? can start to make the right choices and take the right steps in order to regain some health in terms of their heart and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will then inspire and enlighten and strengthen that person's resolve so the first steps have to come from us and then Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala will purify and that is the the, the duty of the Anbiya Alayhim as وَالَّذِي بَعَثَهَ فِي الْأُمِّينَ رَسُولَا مِّنُمْ um يَطْلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ Purification And so Allah purifies and the Messenger purifies in the sense that He provides guidance for you to purify. And you will purify yourself if you take on that guidance. And so the focus should be on the heart. We said you have one healthy, pure, one is completely dead. And then you have in between the heart that is sick. And the sickness of the heart varies just like the sicknesses of the body. You have a terminal illness that there is no hope to recover from there is a sort of mid-range you will have illnesses that are chronic but a person has some hope and then you have the common cold and flu and what have you these are things, headache things that come and go and even if they are not treated eventually because the body is healthy it will fight off and regain health likewise the sicknesses of the heart they vary. There are different ranges. Some that are more serious than others. And then the state of the person who is sick also varies. You have a person who has stage four cancer, has no idea, and they're living life, uh, you know, enjoying completely, with no worry, no concern. And then that develops, and they die there are people who die they're not aware of their illness that that illness caused them to die there is a person who is sick but is ignoring it they're not paying attention to it it'll get better somehow some way they're optimistic but in a foolish way right well wishing not ready to face uh, 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 that sickness and perhaps not ready to do, to 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 do what it takes in order to uh, regain health not exclusive to this but for example you have you know somebody who has i don't know diabetes right and so the, you have two identical uh, illnesses but the mindset is different <coughs> and so one is you know looking after themselves exercising uh, fixing up their diet and all of these things in order to have the illness under control and there is hope for this person and then you have the other person who's just relying on (laughs) relying on medication but not caring about not changing anything in the way they live there's no hope for that person they will continue to live that with that illness until they die and so likewise Our attitude towards the sicknesses in our heart and we are all sick. Illam rahimallah, except those whom uh, are blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are all we all have sicknesses and illnesses in our hearts. The first thing we need to determine is are we serious about it or not? Am I going to take account of what is going on inside? because nobody else can do it, no one, no sheikh, no even sahaba Rasulullah a.s. would uh, prevent them from making statements about purifying s- somebody. Allah says even yourself, he says, do not claim purity, do not claim that you are pure. Huwa a'lamu Allah is aware you do not know, but you are, the best, you are placed in the best position to know. And you're aware of the thoughts and the intentions and what is your heart really concerned with. And so only you can make a change. Nobody else, your actions, they can be prevented. Somebody who's doing, committing evil actions, you can prevent them forcefully. You stop them from doing something bad. Somebody that is doing a good deed, but good action, but they cannot fully uh, do it on their own. You can help them. But nobody can get into your heart. It is only you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah azza wa jal's decision and the way he deals with you is dependent on your expectations of him. And so if you have no concern Allah leaves you to it Allah will increase your sickness If you're aware of the sickness But you ignore it And you don't pay attention to it And you don't uh, make a resolution To uh, deal with this With the sickness Then you are in the same Category You do not actually care And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not change that but if you are aware of your illness and this all comes from first educating ourselves and then taking the necessary steps first knowing the little that is to be known and ulama i say that the heart is like an ocean you know when, when we, you stand on the seashore all you see is the what do you see the surface mm-hmm. you cannot see what is inside likewise what we see of our heart what we feel of our heart is only what the surface but at least you are able to determine from the surface of the ocean if that ocean is what if it is pure it is clean or it is not you can see and so if you focus your attention to your heart and you are serious about it and you learn about it and this is the purpose of our discussion What causes sickness? What are the different illnesses? What are the remedies? These are three important subject matters. And then if you start to educate yourself and to act on the knowledge that you have, and what happens is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does what? Allah will increase your knowledge. Allah will make you aware of things that you were not aware before. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will purify you. And this is the meaning of وَاتَّقُوا "wa Allah. If you are fearful and conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah will inspire you with the knowledge that is needed. You don't need a PhD in Sharia. Allah will do it for you. You can be completely unlettered. Allah will do it. Allah will open it up. Allah will make you aware. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cleanse you. But it takes what? Firm intention from, from ourselves, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us more understanding and to enable us to act accordingly. Subhanallah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Shaw Allah illaha illantia.